Welcome to the eighth parak. We are time for naf. We are Sefer Malachim base. Elisha advises the woman whose son he revived, if you remember, a few prokim ago. He says, go to Plishtim for seven years to escape the famine in Eretz Yisrael. And this is remarkable. If you think about it, Elisha is someone who the whole nation effectively depend on. You remember Yehoram wanted him killed previously in the previous parak. He was prophesying he had an avu about food prices. But here he cares about an individual person. The quality of a leader, quality of someone with a good and sensitive head on their shoulders is to care not only for the entire Klal Yisrael, do things for lots of people, but not forgetting that individual focus of there are individual people with their individual needs, and I'm going to advise them accordingly. He says, go to the Plishtim for seven years to escape the famine in Eretz Yisrael. Um, the Redak, by the way, at the beginning of the Perak, talks about why uh, each year has a famine. In other words, why are, what's the purpose for each, of each year? Either way, Yehoram asked Yechazi how Elisha revived this person. I guess he's heard that Elisha revived the child. Um, when she comes back to Eretz Yisrael, she verifies her story. She asks a king for the land back that meanwhile has been settled by someone else. And Yehoram agrees. We now have the episode with Ben-Hadad. If you remember, he was the king of Aram. He's ill. He asks Elisha through his servant Chazael whether he's going to survive. Elisha says, yes, you're going to survive this illness, but you're going to die from another cause. It's interesting, remarkable how the king of Aram almost flip-flopping back and forth. You know, not, not more than a parak ago, Aram were at war. And now there's another communication, you know, asking the Navi. It's just remarkable the kind of almost self, I guess, being self-enclosed that, that you can care so much about your illness, you forget that actually it's the enemy that you're asking advice from. Uh, Elisha, meanwhile, goes to Damesek. Why is he going to Damesek? So Rashi writes that Elisha's following Gehazi. He wants to make Gehazi do tshuva. Again, a leader focusing not only on big national issues, but on an individual person. Uh, it's interesting, these two people he focuses on, meaning the woman whose son he revives in Gehazi, they're both clearly people that Elisha has tremendous hakar satov to. They helped him. And so he tells Chazael, this is Elisha now, tells Chazael that he wept because he saw that Chazael would one day be king and destroy Klal Yisrael. Um, that is a very interesting prophecy that he's going to be king and he's going to destroy uh, Klal Yisrael. The Redak in Posuk Yud and Posuk Tezvav both discuss the longer version of the conversation here. And Chazal covers the king's face with a, with a wet pillow, saying that it would cool the king down, as the Radak says. Then he smothers the king with this pillow or, or the blankety kind of thing. And the king dies. Chazal indeed replaces him. Yehoram was king of Yehuda, we're told, for eight years, but he didn't follow Hashem's path. He fought Edom uh, and... Um, and also Libna, actually. Libna also rebelled. Achazia, who was his son, follows, uh, sorry, was king after him. He follows. And he was also wicked, unfortunately. And we're told that Achazia visit, visits Yehoram, um, who had battle wounds inflicted by Aram. And that is effectively the end of our parak. Um, again, we have just very important this Yehoram, who was the son of Yehoshaphat, was king of Yehuda. Um, and Achazia visiting Yehoram, who's the king of Yisrael. It's a bit confusing. Two different Yehorams. One is the king of Yisrael. One is the king of Yehuda. Um, but uh, what can we do? Same name. Can't get them, <laughs> not to get them confused. That's the end of the eighth parak of Sefer Malachim Beis.